howdy y'all and welcome to another episode of the daily grind i'm your host john spencer and with me today is marisa science almost the, the so, humble co-host <laughs> <laughs> so yes this is a fantastic week uh marisa is gonna join me for the first part of the daily grind these weeks for brewing my brain and sharpening your wit and so Again, we'll just look at some of those historical facts and highlights of today's date, some random thoughts to kind of get our brain gears going, and uh, then it'll just be me doing the Enhance Your Faith part this week. Welcome to the Daily Grind, and let's get this show on the road. And now it's that time on the Daily Grind to brew your brain. In 1613... The Globe Theater in London burned to the ground. That's where Billy Shakespeare did all his plays. Mm. In 1938, Olympic National Park was established in the state of Washington. That park covers over 1,442 square miles, and it has a temperate rainforest, a glacier cap mountain, and a Pacific coastline. Mm. In 1956, the Federal Aid Highway Act of 1956 was signed, and it officially created the United States Interstate Highway System. Maritza, do you know how you can always tell whether or not you are traveling east to west or north to south on the interstate highways? Uh, No. Any of the highways that go east to west are even numbered. Usually they end in a zero. And usually the ones that go north to south are always going to be odd or end in a five. Really? Yeah. Think about like I-20 east to west, I-35 north to south. It's that way all the way through. Wow. I did not know that. I'm writing that down. In 1917, the Ukraine declared its independence from Russia. And in some Russian news, too, in 1974, on today's day, Mikhail Bereshnikov defected from the Soviet Union to Canada while on tour with the Kirov Ballet. Mm. In 1995, STS-71 mission, the Atlantis space shuttle docked with the Russian space station Mir. For the first time. And on today's date, in June 29, in the DC universe, crypto landed on Earth. Superman's dog. Yeah. Yeah. Today is also um, almond butter crunch day. I like that. And then if you can picture this, it's also camera day. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) now it's time on the daily grind to sharpen your wit hey marisa if you drop soap on the floor oh i don't know it's dirty (laughs) if uh if you weigh 99 pounds and you eat a pound of nachos you are one percent nacho You know that when you yawn, I wonder if deaf people think you're screaming. 
you know, when you think about it, if you're in a restaurant and you are waiting for the waiter, you are a waiter. Mm-hmm. I think that I'm going to rename my iPhone charger Apple Juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that works. You know, I think it would be cool if you're a security guard at a Samsung store, you could call yourself a guardian of the galaxy. Oh my gosh, John. I need more (laughs) coffee for that one. (laughs) We have an old garbage can and I don't know how to throw it away. I've set it out for the last couple of garbage day pickups and it's, they don't take it. (laughs) How do you throw away a garbage can? I don't know. (laughs) Well, I'll leave us with this thought this morning. And that is that nothing is ever really on fire. In reality, fire is on things. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's true. Well, actually, I'm going to leave this with one other thought because I think I love the ability to put all of our geometry together in this. But when you think about it, a pizza box is square. Pizza is a circle. Pizza slices are triangles. Oh, my gosh. And, and here's the thing about pizza, too. It's one of the only foods that we eat from the middle to the outside. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so get those brain gears going this morning. And Maritza, <laughs> thanks for joining me. And you guys get ready for the next part of the Daily Grind. Well, now it's that time on the Daily Grind to enhance our faith. You know, in today's world, people will just naturally engage or talk about things they love or are passionate about. Whether it's golf, hunting, travel, vacation, pets, grandkids. So why is it? I don't know about you, but it seems to me that many Christians can overlook Jesus With activities. We get too caught up in doing things in his name. We do that by losing sight of who Jesus really is and knowing who he was as revealed in the Gospels. I think it's crucial for us to spend time with Jesus and immerse ourselves in the Gospels to understand his character and his way of doing things. Just without a dynamic relationship with him, our faith will just become rigid and distorted. It skews so quickly. And as a result, much of what we label as Christianity sometimes doesn't align with the teachings of Jesus. These aren't originally to me, but they're, man, I've adopted them. Because uh, they deeply resonated with me the first time I heard them. But I try to adhere really to three guiding principles. One, unless it acts like Jesus and sounds like Jesus, it's not Christian. And two, it's more important to be faithful than effective. And three, there is nothing so urgent that I should get off my cross to make sure that it happens.
unless it acts like Jesus, it sounds like Jesus, it's not Christian. You know, to, true Christianity is exemplified by actions that mirror Jesus's behavior. Just think about some things that you have seen or heard that people have called Christian or biblical or a part of their thing. And just go, do you see yourself? Can you see Jesus acting that way? Some of the things that we hear people saying, could you imagine those words coming out of Jesus's mouth? You know, in John chapter eight, familiar story. If you don't know it, go read it. First part of John eight. There's a woman caught in adultery. She's thrown down before Jesus and they demand because she's guilty. The punishment for that crime is death by stoning. And Jesus says to the men with rocks in their hands, ready just to murder this woman for her sin. The ones of you who are without sin can cast the first stone. And then over time, everybody leaves. And it's just Jesus and this guilty, humiliated, shameful woman with a mouthful of dirt at Jesus's feet. Now, I think there's so much to unpack about this story that I'm not going to do right now. But I think it's interesting that everybody in this story needed forgiveness. I mean, nobody threw a stone because they knew there was sin in their life. But when they could have found forgiveness right there at the feet of Jesus. But Jesus looked at this woman and said, where are your accusers? And she said, I don't know, Lord, they're gone. And he said, well, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Jesus treated that woman caught in adultery with love, acceptance, and an invitation. We should extend the same grace to others. You know, I think our approach should not be based on guilt or shame or coercion or manipulation. Instead, I really think it should emanate from a place of genuine love, service, and invitation, real ministry. We need to be people who love sinners before they repent, as that aligns with Jesus's way of relating to people. Anything contrary to that contradicts the essence, I think, of Jesus's teaching and his example. You know, it is the kindness of God that leads us to repentance. And I think that order is significant, too, because the the word doesn't say that my repentance leads to God's kindness. And number two, it's more important to be faithful than effective. Oh my gosh, we are such an outcome, performance-driven culture. But faithfulness holds greater significance than mere effectiveness. I think God is more concerned with my obedience and my trust. Because at the end of the day, outcomes, results, they're his business, not mine. And when the church looks at the world through a lens of fear and anger and threat, then our notions of keeping ourselves safe and pure and safeguarded, our goals get warped. And, and we are seeing the lost world not the way that Jesus sees them. We deviate from Jesus's invitation to see the world with compassion. Jesus was moved with compassion when he saw the multitudes because he saw their true condition, that they were helpless and hopeless and distressed and downcast like sheep without a shepherd. 
even in the book of Revelation, the victorious army of God, if you pay attention to that story, it consists of martyrs, people who were willing to lay down their life for the sake of the gospel and the kingdom, not people who demanded that they don't have their rights infringed upon or lose any rights or that what they had going on was a little more important. Jesus, you know, he triumphed. He rules and reigns through his own self-sacrifice. I mean, that he demonstrates that he is King of Kings and Lord of Lords through the victory that he attained through laying down his life. And that third one, there's nothing so urgent that I have to get off my cross to make sure it happens. Nothing should compel me to abandon my commitment to really follow Jesus in a way that it is not my will, but his. And I think sometimes we can mistakenly prioritize the agenda of Jesus over embodying his spirit, really living the reality that Christ is our life. You know, in our pursuit of quote unquote Christian goals, sometimes we can cease to act in a truly Christian manner. Jesus's actions were fully manifested through his crucifixion. Therefore, there should be nothing so urgent that causes us to deviate from our own crosses. Instead, we should strive to manifest Jesus's spirit in all that we do. Jesus said that he was sending us out in the same way that the Father sent him, which means just like Jesus relied on the Father, we can rely on the Holy Spirit. But he also stated real simply, if anyone wants to follow in my footsteps, he must give up all rights to himself, take up his cross, and follow me. And that happens because we end up having freedom and joy and truth. You know, Romans 8, 1 and 2 says that there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the Spirit in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. Dear Father, I humbly ask that you mold me, that you mold us further into your image today. And may we continually grow in our understanding and embodiment of your character. And I offer this prayer in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining me on another edition of The Daily Grind. And I hope to see you tomorrow. Grace and peace.